to the Ontario Outdoor Pursuit Podcast. We deliver a hunting podcast from Ontario, Canada. We're going to give you season updates, harvest reports, and how we go from field to plate. We're going to even talk about our equipment setups and all the cool hunting stories we've experienced over the years. We're just a couple of guys who understand we don't know everything, but boy, can we put meat on the table every year. This episode is brought to you in part by our friends at Desjardins Insurance. Whether you're sitting at home, on your ATV, or in the woods, Desjardins has you covered with home, auto, and life insurance. They can even insure your trophy mounts. Contact Cody Sullivan today at 519-601-5775 or cody.sullivan, that's S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N, at Desjardins.com. And welcome back, everybody, to another Wonderful week of Ontario Outdoor Pursuit. Today we are joined by special guest from the Toronto Sportsman Show, Jennifer Alibi. Welcome. Thank you. So, Jennifer, tell us a bit about who you are and what you do for the Toronto Sportsman Show. Sure, my pleasure. I am actually uh, the vice president of the Canadian National Sportsman Shows. Um, so, the Canadian National Sportsman Shows is a not-for-profit that was created in 1948 by a guy anyone in the outdoors probably knows called Frank Courtright. And uh, it was a group of people, like-minded people like Frank Courtright. He was really kind of a visionary who could see that if if we didn't start talking about conservation, that there was gonna be an issue in the outdoors. So we're talking about a guy in 1948 who saw that thing, there wasn't starting to be education if there wasn't starting to be regulations um, that we wouldn't have an outdoors to enjoy so that's really where the Toronto Sportsman show started was it was his vision along with many of his le- of like-minded individuals um, and that's when it started 1948 we have uh, we are a not-for-profit so we give back uh, all of our profits go back into the outdoors we run events actually sportsmen's events Actually, I am running two events, three events this weekend. We are in uh, have the Edmonton Boat and Sportsman Show happening this weekend, and we have the Quebec City uh, Boat and Sportsman Show happening this weekend. So in February, we also had the Calgary Boat and Outdoor Show and the Montreal Sportsman Show happened in February. So we have a lot on the go. Exactly. And so how is it then that you got involved with the Sportsman Show? Sure. I'm actually... My specialty is trade shows. I've been in the trade show business for 22 years. So I have done shows everywhere, everything from heavy equipment to heavy trucking to forestry. I've actually done a show, uh, a company that I work for, used to work for, does a show live in the woods, which takes four years to build because it it actually happens on about a three-mile square radius of woods and the uh, forestry equipment comes in and actually fells the trees and takes it out and things like that. So that's really cool. I'm getting what I'm getting at is I've been involved in a lot of shows, but a lot of them have been um, involved in the outdoors and and conservation and things like that. So that's how I landed at the Toronto. Is Sports that where Show. a lot of your interest is? Is the outdoors? Absolutely. And, yeah. Good. That's For good. sure. Um, so a lot of the vendors here, uh, we know a, a few of the people. How is it you guys go about picking the vendors? Is it something that people can apply to have a booth? Yes, absolutely. They apply to have a booth. Right. We try. We work really hard at trying to curate a certain mix of vendors when they come here. Um, so we have applications. And this actually, people think that one of the things they ask me all the time is, well, what do you do the rest of the year? Because mm-hmm. they think that, you know, it's just these five days that we 
are doing this. So this takes this is a full year process. Like we will start the minute next week starts, 2020 planning begins. Right, right. Um, because we have to start. This is it's not an automatic that these vendors will come in. There's a lot of competition out there, particularly in this market when it comes to uh, consumer shows and trade events. So we have to be out to market as quickly as possible and illustrate how, you know, what sets our show apart. We used to come to this when we were a little younger, and over the past few years, we've noticed how much it's grown exponentially. There's a lot more people involved now. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more vendors, and I think it's kind of cool from your point of view to see how it's grown for you. I was just going to say the size of all the sections it's broken Mm -hmm. into now. Mm -hmm. I think the last time I was here was, uh, well, we're 19 now, so or uh, 2015. Right. We were still downtown time. then. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was our last year so big in change. February. Yeah, it was a it was a big huge change, but the key thing about coming up here is the free parking mm-hmm. um, and the accessibility, we, which is huge on the free parking. It, Very free good. Free parking <laughs> is huge, but I think accessibility um, is becoming a huge thing as well. No one I know I as someone who lives out here in Mississauga, the last place I really enjoy having to go is downtown Toronto because mm-hmm. of. Uh, the traffic issues and and all those sorts of things. So that was really the biggest push because the bulk of our audience, over 60% of our audience is coming from outside the GTA. Mm -hmm. So we need to make it accessible. And this is a very accessible building too. It's easy to get to from all the major highways. So that was a key thing. That was a bonus for us for for sure. And that grew the audience exponentially. Like that that completely threw the audience. Uh, You know, we almost nearly doubled our first year when we came here just because it was so much easier for people to get here. We came over two and a half hours just to come out here and see it. And so it was And you're not alone. There's a lot of people who do that. This is is an event. This is, like, you can really feel the buzz out there Mm -hmm. um, on the show floor. And this is, uh, and we find this with all all of our events, it's really a social gathering. You know, and people are done with winter, particularly mm-hmm. this winter, yeah. and uh, really want to get out and start thinking about what they're going to do um, as it, you know, for the summer. Yeah. Yep. No, that's interesting that you mentioned that too, because, uh, you know, seeing friends of ours Steve or. From yeah, Steve from Botech. I yeah. mean, we were at uh, Kentucky at the ATA trade show, and mm-hmm. Steve's there. He's our local rep for Botech and Excalibur around right. here. And it, it, it is a social event, right? You know, yeah. you walk by and he's busy speaking with people, but we catch his eye or whatever. We're making funny faces at him. Mm-hmm. And it, it is, it becomes a conversation piece and it's it's really good. For sure. Um, with, within the week, do you notice more hunters at a certain time, more fishermen at a certain time so as what, the show goes on? What, there, I would say that you see a lot more, I would say the hunters, we really saw a lot of hunters early in the week. I think they've, They've learned the lesson that sometimes the weekend can be a little more busy. So they come, if they have the ability to, they come on the Wednesday, the Thursday, the Friday. Right. When they have that ability to spend some quality time with the exhibitor mm-hmm. and really um, understand what new products are out there and, and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think I see a lot of that. I see, um, even though it is March break and we do get a lot of families, there is, it, it, you see a lot more of that avid outdoorsman on the Wednesday and Thursday because they really want to be able to spend that quality yeah. time. One thing I noticed this year that you guys did that what really, really impressed me was the OFAH membership that you guys offered with the tickets. Yeah, yeah. So yes. that it, was, you know where that came from? That was a conversation. We, we, fu- we do a lot of work with the OFAH mm-hmm. and um, they're a group that we fund that we, that, a lot, that we have given quite a bit of money to over the years. We work really closely in partnership, and it was just 
Robert Pye and I, um, who who's their marketing director there, just talking about the show one day, and he's like, you know what, I have a crazy idea. What do you think? And I'm, I'm in. I am in. It, I think it draws people in. It's absolutely, but it's it's also the value of that membership that the OFAH has, and mm -hmm. uh, so we tightened our belts and found a way mm -hmm. to make it work. Yeah, I hope it's something that we can see in the future as well. For sure. Because, you know, as someone who's renewing their OFAH membership, it's great for me to buy the ticket yes. and get the renewal. Yeah. So I, I thought that was a really cool idea. Yeah, funny yes. enough, I had got mine, like, renewed mine a month previous. Right. And then I was like, oh, there's, I guess, another year. So, yes. But more than happy with that. And that's uh, those little incentives for people to come or get an early pre-registration price, yes. is th that's great. Yes. Um, now, do you have a favorite vendor here without, if that's okay for you to say? <laughs> we won't tell anybody else, so they don't know. <laughs> sure you won't tell anybody else. Yeah, not a soul. No. <laughs> um, I think OFH, mm -hmm. um, the Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry, I think what they do in that booth is um, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. The education and then and taking it a, a step further with the cooking stage that they have there, mm -hmm. um, which is you know, yes, there's a, a little bit of a, a, there is some cooking, but they have butchers who come in and, and teach about how uh, to carve your uh, venison and things like that. Also, um, like Italo Lebignan is on the stage showing people how to fillet their fish, yep. you know, which is a thing. Like it people, is for sure. Yeah, for, it's a skill. It's an art form, yep, right? Some, so yeah. it's those, I think though that connection is super important. Uh, there's something that I thought would always drew people in, and I saw it again this year, and that was the magnet fishing exhibit you have. Mm -hmm. So I always thought that was really cool, and basically for everyone who's listening who's never been, it's just like a giant pool, right? And yes. there's prizes at the bottom. Yes. So is that something we can always look forward to? Yes. At the okay, you good. can. It's, it's always been here. Um, it's a lot of work, and it, it costs a lot of money. I'm not going to lie. I would that's, imagine that's, so. It's a centerpiece of the show, mm -hmm. like really and truly it is. I'm looking for a sponsor for it, so you know, call <laughs> me up. Um, there, you know, but it's it is a centerpiece of the show. It's a great th it's a great way for kids to get a rod in their hands, and that's that's a big thing for us is getting uh, you know kids involved in the outdoors, get them off of those devices, and see what the outdoors has to offer. Mm -hmm. That's always good to get the kids involved. I we personally don't have kids yet, mm -hmm. only 25 and 26. So mm -hmm. for me personally, it's a little young, but. I imagine if I do have kids, I'll be very excited to take them for here sure. and get a fishing rod in their hands. Win a thousand dollars for dad. Yeah, <laughs> you can. You can win a thousand dollars for sure. That's that. And uh, you know, the finalists that get to come back tomorrow and cast for twenty thousand dollars—it's a big deal. That is yes. a very yeah. big That's deal. Incredible. That's exciting. Yeah. With having the vendors, like there is quite a variety of hunting, fishing. Do you ever have requests from people, the community, anyone who comes to say, "We want more fishing. We want more hunting." More of this. We more hear of that. a lot of the we want more hunting. Yeah. Okay. For sure. And we, it's not for a lack of trying. I guess I want to make that abundantly clear. That's one thing that, you know, I hear from people um, a lot is, well, you didn't have this and you didn't have that. And I think they have the perception that we either didn't know it was out there or we forgot mm -hmm. or we ran out of time. Um, rest assured that we, we have been trying to grow the hunting area for a very long time, but it is it has it has everything to do with economics when it comes to getting a lot of these vendors in. Mm -hmm. um, and if you talk to, you know, some of the gun manufacturers, they'll tell you that the sales have been a little soft for the last number of years, um, and so that directly affects whether or not where their marketing dollars are going to go. Right. 
that's important yeah um as far as yeah i, I can kind of see that i mean archery trade association that is for archery people that want to yes. come here and see you know a hundred booths of archery is just not going to happen no. there's so many other things so many so many different backgrounds that have to all be brought to one and just on archery it's it's not as big here as it is in the state so i can mm-hmm. i can understand that um did you have anything? But we are, yeah, I mean, take a look. I've got, two, and I've had two ranges, two archery ranges here for years and years and years. Like it's, it, it is about that awareness and getting, and getting kids to try this and not only just kids, we've got the Ontario Association of Archers and that's a different yep. level for yep. sure. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it's important to us. That's something we take part of with Aaron. Yeah, we shoot the OA tournament, so, so it's mm-hmm. good to see them here and, um, it's kind of cool to bring kids especially into archery who have never mm-hmm. shot a bow so i think it's really important that you guys have that here right and you know we always like to stress all our listeners to try the things that we talk about and you know go to the stores we love and mm-hmm. come to the shows that we love and yes. so this is good for all the ontario hunters and fishermen to come to toronto at the sportsman show and so it's something that we've always loved to do every year and uh i really encourage everyone to come here yeah i will uh, certainly keep yeah. coming back so i don't want to take too much of your time because we know how busy you are but uh, most importantly, so for the people who have never been to the show, what's the best way for them to get in for the next year? For the next year as a vendor? Yeah. Oh, so as a vendor and as a uh, regular person. Um, as a vendor, we will be going out to uh, market here within the next month. You can find my uh, coordinates on our website. You can also find my salesperson, Pamela, her coordinates on the website. We're easy to get a hold of and happy to talk to anyone. When it comes to visitors, um, we typically start selling just before the holiday season because we run a special uh, Christmas special on tickets because it's always been a show that people buy them as Christmas gifts. So we run Mm -hmm. a $5 off special just before Christmas usually Mm -hmm. that runs for the entire month of December. So that's usually when I launch the tickets um, is in that time frame. On that note, for the people that want to, is there uh, a certain fee to per size booth? Yes. Per se? It's all sold could, by square footage. Okay. Could you touch on that a little bit? Sure. It's. Um, Without going too much in depth. No, for sure. Because I'm, I'm in the middle of budgeting right now. So, yeah. um, so it's split really into bulk space, which is the larger booths. Anything that is over four or 500 square feet has a discounted rate. So the higher. The, the larger the space, the, the l- less the square footage rate is because the, the smaller booths pay a little bit more of a premium on that. So that's that's basically Trade Show 101 okay. to give you yeah. a little Trade Show 101 on that. That's Very how nice. uh, it, kind of, it kind of works. Okay. Because one thing that people, I think, people don't realize, you know, to be honest with you, to rent this facility, this is a $600,000 bill for us. Yeah, it's hefty. I'm, it's hefty. I can't say I'm that surprised. It's a beautiful building here. Yeah, so it's a $600,000 fee for us to be here for the week. Then the free parking actually costs us $30,000. The cleaning costs over $50,000. Um, security costs over $50,000. To put the carpet and the drape is over $100,000. So um, this it's not an easy, it's not a high margin business is what I would say to mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. and we are we are in it for the love of it. Um, uh, like I said, we're a not-for-profit, so we're here to, our whole mandate is about conservation and to getting youth into the great outdoors, and that's what we're, that's what we're about. Perfect. That's always been our goal, and so we really appreciate, we know you have to get going, so we're not going to tie you up any longer. Um, thanks again for sitting with us. Really do appreciate it. 
and we hope to see everyone out there listening to this at next year's Sportsman Show. We've yes, already please. ran into a bunch of listeners in the hallway, so it was awesome. pretty. Like, we'll hey, have this available you. for iTunes, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify. So if you wouldn't mind sharing it as well, let everyone know, and everyone else can find out more what we now know about the Sportsman Show. Awesome. Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and we will see you next week.